0: Welcome to the Frontline Herbalism podcast with your host Nicole Rose from the Solidarity Apothecary. This is your place for all things plants and liberation. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the Frontline Herbalism podcast. This episode is the very last chapter of the Prisoner's Herbal book. I feel very sad to have finished this little series about the Prisoner's Herbal. This chapter is all about connecting with a plant ally. So this is a kind of intentional relationship with a plant. It's absolutely foundational to my herbal practice and how I've been learning herbalism for the last, oh God, 15 years. Yeah, I think it's a really beautiful way of, yeah, kind of, you know, like how you would make a friend right like you would make a friend by spending time with them and getting to know them and learning all about them and sharing yourself with them and yeah like I think it's exactly the same with plants so I hope you find that useful it's a very special chapter for me just in terms of call outs I wanted to read um, something about the international week of solidarity with anarchist prisoners which is coming up in August August 23rd to the 30th it's like a kind of global week of action and events and encouraging people to write to anarchist prisoners and yeah i would really i would really appreciate it if people um visit the website and yeah organize events in their cities and things but before i read that i'm just going to play a little jingle from someone from the channel zero network of organicus podcasts i'd say burn it down from embers Anarchist Perspectives from the Territory Currently Occupied by the Canadian State. Find us wherever you get your podcasts or on the Channel Zero Network. that was awesome definitely check out that show okay so i'm just going to read this little call out about the international week of solidarity with anarchist prisoners you can find it at solidarity.international i'll put the link in the show notes too the world is on fire the climate crisis is getting worse and worse instead of masks against covid19 people now have to wear masks against smoke from forest fires At the same time, huge areas are getting flooded due to heavy rain caused by the ongoing pollution of the environment. Nothing of that is caused by individual decisions of the people. It is not caused by buying the wrong product in the supermarket. It is caused by the systemic exploitation of nature and humanity. Governments and big corporations are the ones steering us into a climate catastrophe that, at this point, seems to be unstoppable. Governments and big corporations that created a world where wealthy people are more important than others... This was especially visible while the global media had nothing better to do than talking for five days about a missing submarine filled with five rich people, while hundreds of others are dying in the Mediterranean Sea during their try to get chances for a better life. Extreme right, conservative and authoritarian politics are increasing all around the world. Some use it to start wars and kill thousands of people, some build fences and guard what they think is their property, and others use it to arm up in the digital world. Surveillance has increased and the states are leaping more and more into our private spaces, analysing our private conversations and collecting data about us with a depth of detail we could have never imagined. The tools of the states to crush resistance, crush even the idea of fighting the system, are sharpened with every minute. Many anarchists, anti-authoritarians, environmental activists and anti-fascists around the world face repression because acting anonymous in a digitised world is as difficult as never before. With all the obstacles put into our way during the struggle for a better world, anarchist ideas and values remain important. In times of crisis, methods of collective organising, mutual aid and the principle of solidarity start to shine. The system will fall apart and we should get ready to take back a world that was stolen by companies, yacht owners and the war industry. A world that was meant for everyone. And while our friends are put behind bars and states try to hide them in the darkest corners of their prisons, we will not hold still but fight till they are free again. Let's break out together. This is why we are calling again for the International Week of Solidarity with Anarchist Prisoners. Do some action of solidarity. Write letters, organise speeches or film screenings. Make our comrades visible on the streets with a banner drop or a graffiti and let them show that they are in our hearts and that we are fighting together. Let's remember those who fought against this injustice and paid with their lives. No one is free till all are free. All right, that just gave me goosebumps. um So, yeah, check out the website solidarity.international. There's some really beautiful posters this year with um, bunny rabbits on them. So, please, yeah, please share those and, yeah, enjoy learning about plant allies. And, yeah, just let, I would love, also, I would love to hear how you found this episode and if there's like a particular plant that's jumped out to you. Because I talk about plants choosing you, not just you choosing them. But I would, yeah, it'd mean a lot to me if you drop me an email or message saying that you've started developing a relationship with a plant um that would be awesome okay Thank you. making herbal remedies in prison was very empowering but what stood out the most from my experience was a more deep relationship i had built with certain plants on an emotional and spiritual level In this section, I want to introduce the idea of plant allies and the diverse ways you can connect with plants, even in a prison courtyard. Connecting with a plant ally is an intentional way of getting to know a plant, as well as being open to being supported by it in different ways. Alright, choosing your plant or letting it choose you. Generally, but not always, people choose their plant allies and connect deeply with one plant at a time. However, it's sometimes more than one. When I was in prison, there were definitely different periods where I felt deeply connected to a certain plant, and other times where it felt more like there was a whole crew of them that I loved. There are different ways to find a plant to partner with. It might be that you just keep seeing a particular plant, maybe even the same one in the same place for many months. Or it might be that everywhere you go, you find yourself coming across dandelions or plantain plants. Maybe you keep seeing certain plants in books or on TV or you find references to a plant in a Bible or even in a tarot card. Either way, it is great to work with a plant that you feel drawn towards. Alternatively, you might have a desire to find a particular plant and you search for it. Maybe you've read a description of it in a book and you're like, that's the one for me, and then you keep your eyes peeled trying to find it. Or maybe you hear that yarrow is associated with warriors in battle and you decide that you want to connect with that particular energy. Or perhaps your heart is heavy with grief and you want to be close to roses right now because they help you to feel better. Maybe there is a plant that your ancestors use. I know for lots of women I was inside with who were from the Caribbean that certain meals in prison reminded them of home. In the same way, it might be possible to feel connection and comfort from from a particular spice from a home region. Perhaps you have nice memories of making a daisy chain when you were a kid. It could even be that a plant has been mentioned in popular cultures, like in films about witches and magic. The options are endless. There is no right or wrong way. Simply choose the plant and make an intention to get to know it on a deeper level. Hanging out with your plant ally. The main point I'd like to make is that you really do not have to do anything. Yes, it's great to harvest, taste and research your plant, but you can also do, well, nothing. You can just sit and watch your plant, or you can look at it from your window or walk past it while you're walking around the courtyard. It even needs to know what you were looking at or thinking. You'd be surprised at what happens simply when you hang out with a plant on a regular basis. Maybe you end up dreaming about it, or when you were sat there you get a revelation about something you'd really like to do or something you were undecided about. Maybe you feel a rush of strength. Anything could happen. Generally, it's not a big dramatic moment. Plants don't move around in exciting fast ways like birds or animals, but if you can tap into that quieter side and really listen, you'll be amazed at what you can begin to hear. This can even become a kind of meditation. These subtle emotional qualities can play a big role in bringing something to your life when you're inside. Whenever I felt powerless or somehow humiliated in the imprisoned environment, like from an officer shouting at me, etc., whenever I saw dandelions, they just ignited this sense of defiance in me, Or I remember seeing them when I was being taken from court to the prison in the sweatbox, which is like the prison van. And we pulled up to a junction and I could see this whole patch of dandelion leaves. And once again, I just felt stronger. Plants can also remind us of certain people. Maybe smelling roses makes you think of your grandmother. My ex-girlfriend Anna, who was killed, often used the name Daisy to protect her anonymity in anarchist projects. Now every time I see daisies, my heart just goes to her. Sometimes we might also not get a good feeling around a plant. There might be this sense of bad energy every time we see it. Or maybe when we go go near it, we get stung or cut by thorns. Listen to this too. Maybe it's not the right time to connect with this plant. or maybe there is wisdom in that message too. Honestly, I cannot emphasize enough that there is no right way. Just take a dive and see what happens. Engage in your senses. We learn about plants not only in books, but also via our own senses of sight, smell, taste and touch. While there are some poisonous plants, if you have properly identified your plant and researched its safety, then you can for sure start experimenting. This might include making and tasting teas or nibbling a bit of leaf or root. You might like to smell the plant at different times of day or season. You can even keep a journal of how it tastes or how your body feels after sipping the tea. You might try to notice how does it make your tongue feel? Does it feel warmer or colder? But to produce more saliva or get more thirsty. If you've been stung by nettles, you might think, how does it feel? Drawing plants is a great way to engage your sense of sight. Even if you've seen the same plant a hundred times, looking at it more closely or from a different angle can show a whole new world. You might like to draw your plant where it's growing, obviously this is not always possible. When I was in a downstairs cell, I remember my window looked out onto this neglected patch of land and I could see all these amazing plants growing. I would sit and look out between the bars, drawing them the best I could helped me pay attention to the different flower and leaf shapes and I could see how plants like Daisy closed up when the sun went down. You might also pick a piece of your plant and bring it inside and spend some time drawing it in your cell or if you're unable to do that maybe you can copy a picture from a book. And just a side note on that like we've also got the medicinal herb colouring book which is like an amazing resource for people kind of like practicing those like observation skills and we also send it for free to people in prison. So feel free to request one of those. Researching your plant ally. It could be that you've chosen one of the plants listed in this book for your plant ally, in which case you have a good starting point for information. However, there is always so much to learn about every plant. Perhaps books from the prison library contain more info. Do all that you can to research a plant. You might like to learn its Latin name and the different folk names for it around the world. You could learn about its habitat and how it is migrated. You might like to read about its traditional uses or its chemical constituents. You might really enjoy learning about the folklore of the plant or the magical or astrological symbolism associated with it. Maybe you like to hear ancient myths or legends involving the plant. Wherever you can, keep reading and making notes to learn more. Get creative. Write a poem or song about your plant. Paint it. Make a pressing and put it in a frame of made of matchsticks. Obviously, this is like prison context where everything's made of matchsticks. Um, When I was inside, I just saw absolute endless creativity from folks, and no doubt people will create amazing things from their relationships with plants. Get to know plants and personalities. In some herbal books, you will read a description of the sort of person that herb is perfect for. Maybe there is someone super highly strung and tense who needs mellowing out with mallow. Maybe a heartbroken and grief-struck lover who needs to move on but just can't open up their heart again finds rose and is exactly what they need. It can be fun to experiment with getting to know plants and figuring out the kinds of personalities and situations they seem to fit best with. This might be a lot easier when you know more about the plant itself. You can also get to know the personalities of the plants themselves. A fun exercise is to imagine if that plant were a human, who would it be like? For example, with Yarrow, I always imagine this rugged soldier placing Yarrow on his bleeding arm as he looks across the battlefield at the wounded. Or Dandelion as this tough fucker that no one who can kill who is just like, yeah, what? Alexis J Cunningfolk, who put together the 30 Day Plant Ally Project, asks folks to think about who in your life is most like your plant. Maybe Rose is like a fierce ex-girlfriend who was soppy and romantic but also had these piercing defensive thorns. Maybe Plantain reminds you of someone on your wing who seems to get walked over by everyone. Making up plant personalities can be super silly and fun, letting your imagination run wild, and it is actually a really good way to get to know plants and to remember their properties. Alexis also suggests making up your own names for plants. Do some magical shit. Nervous about going to court? Put some dried root in your brow. Want to feel stronger when you wake up in the morning? Put a picture or drawing of your plant ally on your cell wall. Worried about your prison visit? Say a prayer to your plant ally asking them to have your back. Don't feel beautiful, create a drawing of a rose and write I am beautiful on the back and look at it each morning. Feel like you need some added protection during your adjudication, put some yarrow in your shoe. I keep saying the options are endless, but honestly they are. These suggestions might sound daft, but people have been making charms and carrying plants since time began. The ancient dead around the world are all found buried with plants. People have worn jewellery for millennia. People have adorned themselves with certain plant fragrances to help seduce lovers for thousands of years. We can work with plants in all these ways. We can bring their magic into our everyday lives and connect with them to help us survive our sentences and experience joy and connection. Whatever you do, I hope you find strength in connecting with a plant or several of them. And just before I finish this section, um, the very last piece of the book is actually a poem that I wrote while I was in prison, which is um, inspired by my dandelion plant ally. Um, So I'm just going to read that. Outlaw. Just for a moment, I lose myself and all that I am is the plant in my hand. My heart engaged in a language older than words. I ask your permission, take in your bitter healing. I am no longer VM9385, tasting the wild, I am alive. Just for a moment, no prisoner, no criminal, but a wise woman who talks with plants, like ancestors who heard their whispers thousands of generations before, alive in the wilderness, a wild outlaw all right so that is the section all about plant allies and in my herbalism ptsd and traumatic traumatic stress course um i have like a whole video all about kind of plant allyship and yeah just the million and one things you can do to connect with plants like the different um ways you can learn about plants and their names and their histories and their kind of political dynamics if that makes sense and how to prepare medicine with your plant and yeah different research like folklore things like that and yeah, it's it's you know it's an important part of the course. Like I have used this plant ally process throughout my kind of herbal journey. I think loads of people have, and it's always amazing which herb kind of strikes you at which moment, and then you have that relationship with that plant um indefinitely, which is really special. Okay, so that was the end of the Prisoner's Herbal book. You can find a copy of the book on my website. The physical copies are only five pounds right now, um, and the ebooks are just three pounds. Um, and yeah we've got translated editions in spanish and soon to be italian and yeah just thank you so much for listening thanks so much for listening to the frontline herbalism podcast you can find the transcripts the links all the resources from the show at solidarityapothecary.org forward slash podcast